This is Brother Compton from California once again. The title of my podcast today is The Promises of God and the Broken Promises of People. Promises, what are they? According to the dictionary, this is what a promise is, a declaration or assurance that one will do a particular thing or that a particular thing will happen. Back in the day, a man's handshake was his bond, nothing in writing. Not nowadays, you have to get a lawyer, get 12 copies of each page, and get a witness to it all. Anyone outside of me ever have someone break a promise to you? And if so, how did it make you feel and think? Especially if it was someone you trusted. Were you angry with that person? Did it make you distrusting of everybody? Did it hurt you and let you down? The Bible puts it this way. If you make a promise, fulfill it to your own hurt. Broken promises can damage a person for years to come and relationships. So it's not a small thing. But you know what I have found? someone who I trust with my very life and will never break a promise to me. I can count on him. The Bible says it this way in Psalms 37 and verse 25. I've been young and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaking nor his seed baking bread. Jesus is an on-time God. He may not be there when you want him, but he will be there right on time. Big difference between his promises and our expectations. When we are in the valleys, he said he would never leave us nor forsake us, but he will be in the valley with us. Sometimes it seems like he's not there. Sometimes he is beside us and carrying us to catch us. One of the best things the saint should learn is the sovereignty of God, because if you live long enough, things are going to happen. And you're going to say, where are you, God? Because his word said in Psalm 34 and verse 7, the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and deliver them. So you may say then, where was God when that man hit me head on and now I am paralyzed from the waist down? I would not even try to explain that to you. I have had things happen that I don't understand and don't make sense. God is an extreme God. Look at Calvary. You cannot get any more extreme than that. God is a spirit and spirit cannot die. So God said, I want to die for my people, but I can't do that because I am a spirit. I have no blood. This is what his word says in Hebrews chapter nine and verse 22. And almost all things are by the law purged with blood. Without shedding of blood, there is no remission. In Old Testament, the shedding of blood of sheep and rams was not a permanent solution to the remitting of sin. So this is what God did. Let's read a passage from Old Testament, Genesis chapter 22 and verse 3. This is when Abraham was going to sacrifice his son. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose and went unto the place of which God had told him. 
Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide ye here with the donkey, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. This part right here, this is showing Abraham's face, saying they will both come back, him and Isaac. Just a short interlude of music, so I'd get a drink of water there, and now we're going to continue on. Genesis 22 and 6, and Abraham took. The wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they both went together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? In this next verse of Genesis 22 and verse eight. It's just incredible because Abraham did not understand how he was speaking prophetically, and it says here, Abraham said, "My son, God will provide Himself a lamb for a burnt offering." So they went both of them together, and that is exactly what God did—not a second or third person in the Godhead, as some may think. What kind of love is that? In Deuteronomy verse chapter six and verse four, it says, "Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, not two or three, one." Now I will show you how God remedied that problem of shedding of blood, and He did provide Himself, like Abraham said. Here in First、uh, Timothy and verse sixteen, and without controversy. Great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, and believed on in the world, and received into glory. Wow, that says it right there. God was manifest in the flesh. He made Himself a body, that of Jesus Christ. That's why He's called the Lamb of God. He shed his blood, which was God. Remember, because God said He would provide Himself a lamb, and that's what He did in the person of Jesus Christ. Because Christ died for all our sins, He shed His blood for all of us, because He loved us all so much. Mankind may fail, even family, but God will never fail you, as you can see from the cross. To being taken into glory, he always keeps his promises. And once again, I want to let you know about my wife's books, *The Scary Room* and *The Keepers*. *The Scary Room* is about true forgiveness to those who violated her sexually as a young child. And the keepers is about God's view of the stay-at-home mother and wife, and what God thinks. And if you are interested in buying her books, this is the website: apostolicpentecostal.webador.com. Again, that address to the website is apostolicpentecostal.com.
www.webador.com. Now remember, if you have a crisis in your life, there is the Christ, the only true and living God, manifest in the flesh, according to 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. And if you have need of prayer or anything, let me know. Leave a voice message and I will pray about your needs. And if you're wondering what salvation is, it's in the book of Acts, chapter 2 and verse 37 and 38. Now, when they heard this, talking about Peter preaching, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter, and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. There's that word again, remission, which comes by the blood. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This is Brother Compton from California saying, have a blessed day until my next podcast. Thank you. Thank you.